Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in part two of All Roads Lead to Rome, we are going to address the revived Roman Empire which scripture alerts us will be the womb from which the Antichrist will emerge on the scene of earth. In this effort, I will be gleaning from two commentaries. David Jeremiah's Rome is Rising from the Ashes, just as scripture predicted, and the trumpets watch Europe for a revival of the Holy Roman Empire, both of which give evidence for the position that many prophecy teachers hold to, and that is that the European Union will play a vital role in the establishment of the revived Roman Empire. Further on in the study, we will also address why the Antichrist will not be a Muslim, with evidence that Islam is already joining in an unholy marriage with Roman Catholicism, through what has become dubbed as Chrislam as the one-world religion of the Antichrist takes shape, and which will include every other false religion that Lucifer has orchestrated since the beginning of time, and crowned it with his darkened New Age anointing. Amir Safadi gives an excellent rebuttal to the Muslim Antichrist suggestion in his video, The One World Religion, while substantiating Roman Catholicism's major role in this global living organism and I believe that it will behoove you to take the time to watch it. But for now, please allow me to begin with David Jeremiah's commentary, for it lays the scriptural foundation for the prophesied revived Roman Empire and the man of lawlessness who will rise up from within it. He writes, About 2,500 years ago, the Jewish prophet Daniel received a panoramic revelation from God that revealed the sweep of world history from his day up until a future time when Jesus Christ returns to establish his eternal kingdom. This revelation about the future came in the form of two dreams. One dream is recorded in the second chapter of Daniel, and it is a dream that was had by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar, which Daniel interpreted. The other dream is found in Daniel 7, and it is Daniel's dream about the same thing. These two visions point to a dramatic consolidation of world power during the end times. King Nebuchadnezzar's dream focused on a colossal image, but he had no idea how to interpret it. So the king summoned a council of magicians, astrologers, sorcerers, and wise men to decipher the dream for him. But there was a catch. He didn't tell them what the dream was all about. So to interpret the dream, Nebuchadnezzar's advisors would have to perceive the dream itself supernaturally. Not surprisingly, Daniel, who had been hand-selected by God for this assignment, was the only counselor who could describe the vision and interpret its meaning. This dream that Daniel interprets for Nebuchadnezzar is about the dominant kingdoms of the world throughout time. In fact, the word kingdom shows up nine times in these verses. These worldwide kingdoms seen in the dream follow one after the other. Daniel described five kingdoms through the imagery of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. For our purposes, we will look at the two kingdoms that represent Europe. 
according to Daniel 2.40, and the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything, and like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all the others. History has proven that the legs of iron and the feet of iron and clay represent Rome. In the text, iron is used 14 times, and the iron legions of Rome have been vaunted for centuries. Rome possessed superior iron-forging technology, and she ruled the Mediterranean world with an iron fist. Rome was iron. Fifty years before Jesus was born, Rome took control of the world, and the Roman Empire maintained control until after his resurrection. It was Roman rule that put Jesus on the cross. It was the imperialistic Romans who ruthlessly ruled during the days of the early church. They were always after Paul. They were always quelling the riots, and they were always trying to keep the peace for Rome because of what was happening in the growth of the church. Rome's legions crushed all resistance with an iron heel. The final part of this speech is the most important for us right now. The Bible says its legs of iron extended down to feet, which were partly iron and partly clay. Here is the description as recorded in Daniel two forty one to forty three Whereas you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. According to this prophecy, there will be a time in the near future when the Roman Empire will divide into ten sections represented by the ten toes. As we know from history, that has not yet happened. At this point, there has never been a tenfold edition of the Roman Empire, yet the Bible indicates that there will be a renewed Roman kingdom on this earth when Jesus returns. So how might the Roman Empire be here when Jesus returns? When Daniel prophesied 2,500 years ago that the Roman Empire would be on this earth when Jesus returned, he was prophesying by the Holy Spirit. He accurately predicted the first Roman Empire approximately 500 years before its founding. Now signs of a revived Roman Empire are emerging before our eyes. Consider the following timeline of European events. In 1946, Winston Churchill powerfully declared that the tragedy of Europe could only be solved if the issues of ancient nationalism and sovereignty gave way to a sense of European national grouping. He said that the path to European peace and prosperity on the stage of earth was clear. We must build a United States of Europe. In 1948, at the Benelux Conference in Brussels, Belgium, a foundation was laid for a new organization known as the European Economic Community. Viewing unity as their only hope of survival in a post-World War world, three nations attended the meeting, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, and Belgium. 
on March 25, 1957, a treaty was signed in Capitoline Hill, one of the seven famous hills of Rome. Remarkably, the agreement was called the Treaty of Rome. It brought together Italy, France, and Germany. These nations joined the Netherlands, Luxembourg, and Belgium in the European Economic Community. In 1973, England, Ireland, and Denmark joined the European Economic Community. In 1981, Greece joined the European Economic Community, which made it a ten-nation confederation. On January 1, 1986, Spain and Portugal were added, and the European Economic Community officially adopted the goal of a politically unified Europe. In 1989, the Berlin Wall was dismantled, and in 1991, the Soviet Union was dissolved. On December 31, 1992, the economic borders between the nations of the European Economic Community were removed. In 1993, the European Union was formed. The European Economic Community joined the European Union and was renamed the European Community. In 1995, three more members were added to the European Union, Austria, Finland, and Sweden. In 2002, 80 billion coins were produced for use in the 12 participating nations, introducing what we now know as the euro. On May 1, 2004, Cyprus, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Hungary, Latvia, Lithuania, Malta, Poland, Slovakia, and Slovenia all became members of the European Union. These expanded the population of the European Union to 450 million people, surpassing North America as the world's largest economic zone. In 2007, Romania and Bulgaria joined the European Union, and in 2009, Croatia joined the European Union as well. And while it has faced many obstacles, including Brexit, and is still facing them today, gradually yet steadily, the nations of Europe are coming together. Rome is more integrated today than at any time since the days of Jesus, when he walked the earth as the Son of Man. According to the prophecies of Daniel, this new Roman Empire, represented by the feet and toes of Daniel's beast, and by the ten horns of the beast in Daniel 7, will be present when the end-time events reach their climax. Daniel describes this future coalition as a mixture of iron and clay. Iron represents the strength of Rome, but the clay represents the will of the people. This coalition of European nations consolidates different backgrounds, different languages, and different traditions. It is like a mixture of iron and clay, which does not truly integrate. The two substances remain distinct no matter how much they are manipulated. This mixture, therefore, represents an outer structure that brings people together out of their own economic fears, without unifying their underlying identity. And this consolidation of world power is historic in its proportions. Since the time of the Roman Empire, there has been no world-governing nation or empire. No country has been able to achieve or attain world dominance. Among others, Napoleon tried, Hitler tried, and Stalin tried, but they all failed. 
However, the prophetic word of God establishes that there will be a short period of time in the near future when the world will unify under one man. Being controlled and manipulated by demonic deceptions of the highest order. Daniel's dream in chapter 7 featured a beast representing the Roman Empire with ten horns, and a beast representing the ten kings yet to arise on the stage of earth. The meaning of Daniel's dream was directly given to him. The fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all other kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth trample it and break it to pieces the ten horns are ten kings who shall arise from this kingdom daniel seven twenty three to twenty four this consolidation is preparing the world for one supreme leader daniel seven twenty five describes this coming ruler as someone who will speak pompous words against the most high and persecute the saints of the most high and shall intend to change times and laws. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. It is important to note here, beloved, that the saints referred to in this passage are the tribulation saints, and not the true church of Jesus Christ, who will have been raptured prior to this Antichrist dominance on the earth. This tyrannical ruler will emerge from the group of ten in Europe and will become the world's final dictator. The Bible calls him the Antichrist. The return of Jesus is nearer than ever. We may not know the exact day or hour, but we can recognize the season. And one thing we do know, it is a lot closer than it was when the words of Daniel were written and when his prophecies were given. In fact, while Daniel was directed to seal up the books, for the time was not yet, as recorded in Daniel 12.4, John, who was given the same prophetic insight while on the Isle of Patmos, was told not to seal up the words of this prophecy, for the time was near, as recorded in Revelation 22.10. Surely, beloved, there has never been a time like this. God willing, we'll pick up in our next segment with the Trumpet's Commentary. Watch Europe for a revival of the Holy Roman Empire, which will expound on David Jeremiah's commentary that I just shared with you. And until we come together again, I leave you with Luke twenty-one twenty-eight. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www dot agape light ministries dot com again that's www dot agape light ministries dot com <laughs>